0: Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following his lead in the great Northwest.
1: Hey folks, this is Dust Conkle with the Now Leading Podcast. You know, Todd Bolsinger, uh, who wrote Canoeing the Mountains, um, defines adaptive challenges as those challenges that cannot be solved by existing knowledge or skills. They're challenges that require a shift in our values, expectations, attitudes, or habits of behavior. And that is what we're facing right now. We are facing serious adaptive challenges across the ministries in the Northwest District and beyond, honestly. This next interview is a great one because you get to listen in on a conversation I have with Amy Schweim at Emmanuel and in Washington state, as she describes how she saw an issue in her community. And instead of just throwing up her hands um, and saying, oh, I guess there's nothing we can do. Um, she started to listen to people, have conversations, and then there was a moment When she listened to the Holy Spirit tapping her on the shoulder, saying, yes, you can do this, and she went for it. And um, I'm not going to talk much more here because I'll let the conversation interview with Amy speak for itself, but I think you are going to find that her response to the adaptive challenges in her community um, lifts Jesus up and um, encourages people on her staff and people in her community, and I hope that it encourages you too. So without further ado, here's the podcast interview welcome to the now leading podcast this is dust Kunkel, and i am on a call a zoom call with amy schwein and amy why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself where so, you are
0: um i'm amy schwein I live and work in carl washington which is south of seattle been at this congregation amanda lutheran for um 25 years which seems really crazy to say that out loud but 25 years and quarter
1: century quarter century
0: <laughs> yeah had various roles um, over the years, started with worship leader and youth, and have um, transitioned uh, several different times. My current job description is um, director of community engagement. So I'm still a DCE, but not a director of Christian education. I'm director of community engagement.
1: Cool. So, what does C- director of community engagement mean?
0: So it means I'm looking into the community, trying to see where ministries, what the needs are, where the gaps are in services within our community mm-hmm. and how um, the ministries of the congregation might match up with those needs and um, service, uh, service our community and see where we can be of uh, benefit to them. Sometimes that's in physical needs and um, sometimes it's in spiritual needs, but it's always in pointing people to Jesus.
1: Yeah. So as i'm hearing you describe that um, and the reason i reached out to you for this um, now leading podcast interview is because you've got some unique adaptive challenges that you're you've been facing since um, especially since COVID started so uh, when i think of an adaptive challenge the best definition i have is the one that todd bolsinger uses in his book canoeing the mountains where he says that they're challenges that cannot be solved by existing knowledge or skills they require a shift in values, expectations, attitudes, or habits of behavior. That's what an adaptive challenge is. So describe uh the adaptive challenge or challenges that you faced and um this one particular project that we want to talk about today.
0: Yeah, so um when COVID hit, um back in March, we were trying to think about how we could. Um, help our community out and the idea of running um, a camp um, child care if you will um, came up and we tried to get it off the ground then but it didn't work because um, too many people were not working and so they didn't mm-hmm. need um, child care for their kids but then when the school district announced in august that we weren't going back to school live in person um, i decided that we needed to try the camp thing again and so since uh, the first of September, we have been running a daycare here at the um, at the church child care and kids come in. They come in with their devices and we help them get online, get their um, classes in, get their homework done and then keep them safe and entertained and um, just wait for their parents, um, their guardians to come pick them up at the end of the day. Um, as you were giving that description of challenge challenges, adaptive challenge, there's there's so many things that mm-hmm. we've I've had to learn, like I had to learn how to hire staff, never right. done, this. <laughs> never had to figure out how much to pay people. I mean, yeah. we, want, we want to pay people fairly. We want to pay, pay people um, so that they want to be here so that it's there's a, a financial incentive. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to learn how to um, I had to learn how to all the forms you need to run a child care. Um, There's not just a registration form, but there's authorization forms to pick up kids. And if there's any allergies, if there's any medications, there were just a lot of things we had to learn. Um, And then so
1: much, so much. So hang up. Just take me back to that moment. You said there was a moment where you decided to do this. What what was that moment all about?
0: That moment was um, I, I just saw families struggling families Mm -hmm. that had been off of work for months. And now their kids weren't going back to school in a traditional way. They weren't going to be in school five days a week. And I knew we had the space and I had some of the skills, some of the knowledge of what it would take to help kids with their homework and with their schoolwork. And I just knew we had to do it. It just was one of those spirit moments where I was like, okay, God, here we go. Because <laughs> um, I knew we had to do it, but I didn't know how we, exactly we were going to do it
1: okay so you knew you had to do it but you didn't know how but there was i'm just kind of feeding back what led you to this you saw an issue in your community that people a tangible issue that people were dealing with in this case it was parents and their kids and the challenges of not being in school with covid correct and you saw that you had space in your congregation um and you felt like you needed to do something but you weren't sure what so what did you do next like once you sort of were like yeah we got to do something what was the what happened next
0: um i just started talking to other staff members and pulling on some resources within the community people that i knew people i trusted to say you know what do you think of this do you think this would work and everybody that i talked to was like yeah it'll work and it needs to happen and we have the space. Um, the congregation was like, "We have the space, so let's let's go ahead and do it."
1: So unpack that just a little bit more. So you said people you trust, people you knew in the community. You know, you don't have to name names, but it sounds like you had relationships with people way before this that were helpful to you.
0: Yeah, uh, very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things that a quarter century in a community does you if you're
1: yours.
0: Yeah. Um, I have lots of relationships within the, um, the community. One of the people I called was, um, the principal where my kids went to elementary school mm-hmm. and he and I've had lots of contact about different things over the years. And, um, he's a really great supporter and a great sounding board. And, um, he just said it, man, if you can, if you have the the willingness to do it, it's a need in our community and encouraged me to, to go forth and, and, uh, to open a, a childcare.
1: So cool. So you, 25 years of relationships, you reached out to people that you know are advocates for this kind of stuff. Um, You got feedback and at some point you started, you just pulled the trigger and went for it.
0: Yeah. I had our media person draft a flyer and that was like the real concrete thing because he came back very quickly with a flyer. And there was kind of this moment of, you know, bartering with God, if he can't come up with a flyer, maybe we're not supposed to do it. But because he came back so quickly with the flyers, like, all right, God, I know we're supposed to be taking care of this. And then the the other big indicator was um, I put it out to some um, school district personnel and they started sharing it within their office. And we had people registered before we even hit social media with it. Um, so I was like, yeah, it's, it's supposed to happen. And God's behind this. And this is what we're, we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be taking on.
1: Well, it was there. Obviously, an actual need like it was an actual issue that people were dealing with that you were solving, helping solve for them.
0: Yeah, because the so there's always been an affordable childcare gap in this community, Um, and then COVID has has made it Mm -hmm. greater just because of people lost their jobs, they didn't have the same kind of financial resources they might have had pre-COVID to be able to pay for childcare. And um, some of the childcare places that operate during the school year normally were not open because the schools weren't open. And we have a, a private company that does childcare at almost every elementary school in town, but they weren't open during, um, with COVID stuff. They weren't open because the schools weren't physically open. They were open with remote learning, but no, the teachers weren't really on site, or if they were, it was very few. So this corporation was not allowed to be on, campuses. So we had a glut of people who needed childcare and they needed it to be affordable. They needed us to come in under what everybody else was offering.
1: So we've, so far, we've been talking about how you got to launching a brand new ministry or an outreach or support that solved the problem in your community. What has the effect of this been on the people you serve? since you started it?
0: Um, So it's been, it's been really great. Um, One thing that, and I I tend to get myself into this, uh, because I started another new ministry a number of years ago, and I don't always think about exactly how we're going to share Jesus, but I just know that we're sharing Jesus. And I I don't always have the A, B, C, and D figured out about how we're going to be sharing Jesus. One of the things that we've had now is we've had kids ask for Bibles.
1: That's so cool.
0: And so we've been able to hand them a kid's Bible. Yeah. Um, congregations participating in the Red Letter Challenge. We have congregation members who have sponsored adult books and kid books. And so we're handing a package to the, to the um, families to say, if you'd like to do this with us, here's what we're doing, here's how you can connect with us. And we are meeting in person. Come join us on a Sunday morning. The other way that has been great, um, especially considering what I want to do long-term as far as uh, health and wellness center and parenting education is I've had the opportunity to talk to people about parenting mm-hmm. and, um, positive parenting and help them point them to resources, um, have them come to me and say, this is what we're facing. Do you have any insights as to what we might be doing? Um, one of my coworkers and I noticed early on that there was there was a number of kids who didn't have any idea how to do chores. So we created a list of chores that we have to do to make camp run. And the kids were going home and saying, "Well, we're doing chores." So the parents came back to me and said, "Oh, you're doing chores. Should my kids be doing chores at home?" And I was like, "Yeah, your kids should be doing chores at home. That's really great. And here's why. Chores um, good. <laughs> chores are good. For them and for you." Um you know? Well, yeah, so it's been great to be able to, you know, give a, ta- a really tangible, a really Thing that they can take and put yeah. into tomorrow
1: i as you went through that list of ways that you're connected i mean it's just it's like you're um the picture i had was that you're sort of like in the middle of this web of connections in your community now because of this new ministry you've launched like it, it's more than one thing it's like overlapping connections that you have
0: yeah hmm. yeah it really is um and it connects to the school district it connects to other service providers in the area um, it connects to our preschool, so we're we're connecting the preschool, which sometimes feels like it sits on an island, but it's being connected now. Um, we're doing we tried we've tried a couple things together with the preschool and the school aged kids, and COVID has made that a little harder than normally if we were just operating the child a preschool and a childcare. But um, yeah, so it's it's bringing that those couple of ministries together.
1: Okay. So nuts and bolts about how many kids are you serving, and you know how how's this thing? How does this thing work anyway?
0: So we have um right now we're a little low. We're actually looking to enroll some kids because they've started heading back to school, but not everybody's mm-hmm. back in school full time yet. So looking to add a few families, but we have between eighteen and thirty two kids. Oh my goodness! Today <laughs> in this space, yep, yeah. and um they come in they we've. <laughs> We got them. So we they come in, they turn their computers on, get ready for school, and then we create um, checklists for them to get their homework done. And one of the big goals is to have them when they walk out the door with their grown-up, that they're done with their homework, that there's nothing hanging on from that day, that they can walk home, they can go home with their grown up and say, I'm done, let's relax, let's go play, let's, you know, they don't have the parents don't have to be worrying about that kind of stuff. And then just, just the fact that parents know their kids are safe. Yeah. yeah? that everybody's happy and having a good time
1: that's just so cool i i'm placing myself in the you know in the shoes of those parents bringing their kids or or the kids being dropped off and then picking them up and a kid having their homework done and just being able to be with my child for you know the rest of the day plus maybe an opportunity to not be with my child for a few hours right during COVID, that is also a good thing every now and then
0: yes absolutely <laughs> yep you're 100 percent correct
1: That is that's so cool. So where is this thing going um, in your mind as you look at this ministry kind of down the road with the changes that might be coming.
0: So one thing we know is we need to be starting a before and after school care again to fill the gap that's needed in our community. Hmm. Uh, We're working on the logistics of that Um, transportation right now is the big one we're looking at trying to figure out. Um, how to get re- we need a reliable vehicle to be able to transport kids um, to and from their schools. Okay. We have um, three elementary schools within a mile of us. We have five within two miles of us. So oh, man. yeah, so I mean, there's, there's a wealth right there. Um, the other thing uh, that we're going to be doing is we're starting summer camps. We've never done um, a series of summer camps. Traditionally, it's been vacation Bible school and maybe the preschool has run one or two camps during the summer. We're heading full bore into 10 10 camps um, over the summer. So as soon as school is out, we'll transition to a summer camp and then go all the way until they till school starts again in, in September.
1: Oh wow. So you've got a number of things coming that you're planning yep. on. Yep. That's <laughs> yep. really cool. That's, yeah. So uh well just a personal question, I guess. You know, since you have been since you launched this new ministry, um, and by the way, what do you call it? What's what's the actual Name
0: for, um, this. for this, it's Remote Learning Action Camp. Um, uh-huh. We're going to keep the name Action Camp. So it'll be Action Camp summer camps so or Action Camp before and after school. Awesome. Daycare. Yeah, to so keep the continuity.
1: At Emmanuel Piala.
0: At Emmanuel Piala. Yep.
1: Awesome. So, the personal question how have you changed um, as a result of doing
0: this? Um, I've become more flexible, hmm. uh, I've learned how to delegate better. Um, I've learned how to, um, I've learned how to manage is the only word that's coming to my head right now, but it feels that feels, um, too harsh, but manage people and, um, put my best, the best person for the job, um, with a group of kids or whatever. I've learned how to figure out how to read situations and read people and get them to the, so that they're using their gifts. And so that the kid, needs of the kids are being met. Um, I've learned that this is really hard work, but it is amazingly rewarding work. Yeah. (laughs) We have some, we have two kids who've never, um, never been able to stay in a daycare before that have lasted in ours. Mm -hmm. And some of that is just, we can give some personal care Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't want to knock the other daycares, but we know Jesus and there's a, there's a different level of care and compassion Mm -hmm. kids and their families.
1: So I'm, it's not just you that's changing. I'm hearing that there are kids who are changing too, because someone's loving them for who they are personally and uniquely. Absolutely. That is, that's really powerful. Um, Maybe how about one, one more story, just a story that you love before we're done with our time.
0: Um, so actually it's about one of my staff members, what my staff members. Um, so one of uh the gals who is still working for us recently came out of homelessness mm-hmm. and um known her for a number of years through our homeless ministry. And um she saw on my Facebook page that I was looking for some additional help to hire some additional help. She she contacted me and um took a chance and hired her, and she's been fantastic. Mm-hmm been fantastic and she's not afraid to share appropriately with the kids that she was homeless before and that it's her bad choices that led mm-hmm. her down that path and um, she's grown the mm-hmm. kids have grown um, and just the ability for her to earn a paycheck um, she was she's in a program where if she's not working there she doesn't need to be giving anything rent-wise for her her housing but because she's working, she's able to, and she feels really good about contributing to her housing costs. Um, she's paying back child support, which for yeah. her is huge.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and so for us to have invested in her as a person when she was homeless, but now to further invest in her, um, and now she has something on her resume. So if she decides to not continue with us into before and after school care and summer care. Um, She has something that's current on her resume and she has someone that she can call that says, yeah, she's a great employee. Here was my experience with her. And here's what she did. And I think that's very powerful. It's been, and it's been really good for her and for the kids.
1: And, and obviously powerful for you, because when I asked you for a story, it was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah, We've been able to pray. She's been attending um, church. Hmm. um her mom has been pretty ill and so we've been, had opportunities to pray with her um regarding her mom and it's um it's it's cool it's very that fun. is
1: really cool so as kind of we come to a close with this little interview about action camp as you think about people who might be listening who want to try something new or, or the way i put it is solve uh, an issue or help solve a problem their community is facing what are some thoughts that you would like to share with them
0: um, I would say don't be afraid to have all the answers, because uh, mm. God is so faithful in providing that. You mean to not
1: to not have all the answers? Yeah, to yeah. Not
0: have, right. Don't be afraid to not have all the answers, because um, there were things that I would I thought I needed answers to, and come to find out I didn't. Yeah. And if I had if I had put that as a roadblock to say, mm. oh, I don't have an answer to this, so I can't do it, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be where we're at. Um, and then the other thing we often hear, stay in your lane. Um, Mm. if I'd stayed in my lane, lots of years ago, I wouldn't (laughs) be sitting here doing this. Um, you know, if God's calling you out of your lane, he knows that you've got what it takes to come out of that lane Mm. and to, to do ministry that he needs you to be doing in a community. And the other thing I think, um, is don't be afraid to get outside your church doors um, amen church church is not just about what happens on sunday morning in bible study and youth group and mm-hmm. that's all great stuff but there's a lot of people who need to they need to see you and they need to hear that jesus loves them even if it's not the audible that jesus loves them but just by showing care and compassion and going outside of our doors to show that we have stuff that can help meet people's needs uh that's very powerful
1: amy that is amazing that just um, as I was listening to you talk through those those key things or key learnings for yourself, the, those transfer they transfer to me. I could I could hear them impacting me, and I' hopeful that um, whoever's listening to us on this podcast that it's impacting you as well. Um, if you have questions, Amy is totally cool with you reaching out to her. She's at Emmanuel Piala, and just look for Amy Schwein, Um, easy to find on Google or um, on Facebook. Um, so. Amy, I'm really glad that you took the time to share about this very cool new ministry. You faced um the challenges of COVID and you came up with a solution that really impacts your community. That is that's amazing. And I'm I'm excited to share the story. I'm even more excited to see how this um, encourages people out in the field to try their own um support and encouragement and and maybe some some kind of new action camp. Maybe not what you're doing, but but maybe some some other issue in their community that they can help solve.
0: Absolutely. Do yeah. it.
1: Good. Thanks again. And folks, uh, until the next time, we will catch you around the next bend in the river. This is the Now Leading Podcast. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast. And with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it
0: happen.